When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The driver's seat. It's Redemption Day for Daniel Ricciardo. He wins the Monaco Grand Prix. The Drivers' Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. For Kubota, together we are building Australia. That's right, lights are out this weekend and the boys are back at Sydney Motorsport Park. Welcome to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. My name is Nims Azor, joined, as always, by Matthew McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Boys, it's race week once again, and it's weird too, isn't it? Holy cow, Nims, if I wasn't awake before that intro, I am now. <laughs> That's the sort of music your young fella Bailey uh, makes there, yeah, Matthew. Boy, that, yeah, uh, absolutely. What Dad would call it, headbanging doof doof but can stuff. We, can, seriously, can we say definitively, without doubt, 100% no, that we are racing no, this weekend? No, no, I can't. Nope, no either. way. Okay, if, well, if, if 10 blokes show up, because we've got a crowd at SMP this weekend, supposedly. No more tickets available, by the way, sadly, but if there is a crowd... But if we get one positive uh, case within about twenty meters of that joint, good night. Well, it's all over. let's See let's later. try and look. Let's look at the upside. That uh, for now we do know that we're going racing because our guest, who is patiently waiting on the line, would be more than happy to race this weekend. Uh, in fact, we got to give him his proper intro. <laughs> Right, not only is he a former Bathurst winner, a former Supercars champion, and an absolute superstar bloke, but he's also got about 74,000 views on TikTok with a tremendous video that uh, Neil Crompton seemed to really, really enjoy. But please welcome back to the driver's seat, Mark Winterbottom. <laughs> hey guys, how, how bad is that? I raced for 20 years, actually I've raced for more than 20 years to get street cred and I rock up to school for the kids and they think I'm a professional dancer. <laughs> <laughs> so one TikTok video made in your um, you're set to life. So, uh, but yeah, plenty. Um, plenty. Uh, heard the intro. There's plenty going on up here. It's uh, uh, strange times in our sport, but um, but at the same time, you know, we're we've had our COVID test today and everything. And like you said, we're we sit and wait um, 
like we did at the Grand Prix. It's, it's just strange times in our sport. Mate, how many of your crew actually cross the border with you? What, what's your staff numbers up there in, in New South Wales? So we pretty well took everyone um, because uh, we're allowed 11 on the car this weekend uh, and we're allowed um, one extra who can't work on the car on the weekend, but he can be in the background in the truck kind of doing uh, a bit of extra work, but not specifically on the car. So 12 people plus Scott, Pi plus myself, so there's 14. Um, and we did that all within a matter of, well, we got the call at 12 o'clock at lunchtime. Um, for me personally, I wasn't even home. I was up the river where I was isolating a bit to stay away from Melbourne. Um, to pack a bag to kiss your wife and tell your kids, hey, I'm off. Um, to the team having to put wheels uh, and put the car back together to get it in the truck, to go home, to pack, to tell the family they're going and then off. So um, we got everyone across that that was meant to be, um, but what a crazy day. And then one minute you're in Melbourne cuddling your wife and whatever, and the next minute you're in Albury sleeping next to one of the pit crew going, what is going on here? So, um, yeah, crazy times, but that that's how desperate the dash was um, to get across because anyone who is who missed it, they ain't coming. So um, it was crucial. Maybe, hey, mate, Mark, maybe that was the reason why Nimsy played Be My Lover as the song uh, <laughs> for your intro. We sleep next to, we have separate single beds to reduce cost. That Very didn't sound right, <laughs> but, but I'll just clear that up. We're a close team, but there's boundaries. Hey, mate, um, obviously, you know, it is, a, it is a bit of a tough time. So, and, you know, we none of us know. Um, what to do. There's there's no, you can't plan anything, as we know. We still don't know what's going to happen. It still could be something that might not happen this weekend or it might be right, and then we don't know what's going to happen after the weekend. So um, it, it's one of those things where, you know, like you, you just got to play it almost, you know, hour by hour, don't you? It's um, it's horrible feeling, to be honest. You know, we live, in life, just general, people live plans. We have calendars, we have schedules, we prepare, we execute, we go home. That's kind of rule 101 of, of life, effectively. But at the moment, we're, we're just on standby. And it feels like the army. That's what it feels like. You're just waiting to deploy and go and, and race. And to be honest, we've been at Sydney Motorsport Park um, isolating, getting ready for this weekend. Yesterday, there was a chance we were going to have to get out of Sydney to go away, to get away from the hotspots to allow us access to Darwin, to today, Darwin shutting and maybe we're going to Queensland. So we've got no idea, first of all, like you said, if the race is happening. Um, and secondly, where are we going to end up? We don't even know. So it, it's very different to what we do. Like we, we love preparation. So the guys are ready. We've got um, tyres mounted. We've got cars ready. They've been sitting there for a week getting worked on, Um but yeah, we, we just sit and wait. So this this whole COVID thing, it you know things happen within the hour, like us leaving Melbourne, literally doing a workout to walking in, packing your bags and going. So it happens that quick. So um, yeah, sitting and waiting, and everyone's ready to go, but we just don't know. <laughs> we don't know where we're going. It's it's crazy, just absolutely crazy times. Were you able to take anything with you? Like, if you look, we, we looked at, we remember Nick Perkat 
you know, got the trailer on the back of the ute and he packed up the dog and he put his go-kart in the back and his bike and all this, that and the other thing. Were you able to take anything other than, you know, a race suit, a pair of jocks and a pair of socks? You'd take anything from home over? <laughs> Single bloke with no kids, mate. That's how you live. You live with that stuff in your trailer anyway, ready to roll. But that's what you do. I can tell you, you have three kids and a wife. That ain't easy. Getting from home to the shops is a process. There's car seats, there's prams, there's just stuff going on everywhere. So realistically, I'd chuck stuff in my bag um, and off we went. So I'd love to have Renee, the kids there, but how hard. In in literally two hours, you had to decide how you were getting across, let alone who you were taking, what you were doing. So um, we waited a day, it's too late, you know. So um, for me, just packed a bag, and that was even a challenge in itself. You come to Sydney, it's it's a night race and four degrees, and then you go to Darwin and it's 35 degrees and sure. and you need different clothes. So it was chuck everything in, um, get here, and you kind of, it was like a kinder surprise. You start pulling out your clothes going, yeah, I've never worn that, I don't want it. And then, you know, I didn't know I owned these. And um, it's just crazy. That's how desperate it was. It sounds silly and and whatever, but that's how desperate it was to get here. So I had no chance of putting a go-kart, a dog, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Like, like it's, it's just real. That's what life is for me. I've got no chance. Frosty's, Frosty's living by a new motto, single and not going to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what kids are. I, I, Oliver, actually, my nine-year-old, was like, yep, I'm coming, Dad. But it's, um, it's just, yeah. How do you take a family to somewhere you don't know where you're going to go as well? And yeah. we've been put up in a one-bedroom mm. um, apartment. Um, you know, you're not allowed to go out, so they'd be sitting in a hotel room. And oh, well, um, you don't know when I, you're going to go love, home either. Well, I love Renee more than to just keep put her in that situation because <laughs> yeah. it would be a USB match with a wife and three kids when I'd come home, and um, it would be hard work. So yeah, it's and she doesn't know when we're coming home. Is it six weeks, eight weeks, two months? Next week, who knows? It's um, so much uncertainty. So um, at the moment, we're um, we're facetiming, and that's uh, as good as it gets. So let's let's get off off all the negativity of COVID and the uncertainty of the weekend. Let's talk about the weekend as if it's going to go ahead with no strife, no trouble, no strife. What are you expecting out of it? Because I mean, I know you've raced under lights there. Did you did you race your Commodore there two years ago under no, no, lights? He, he had the um, the, nah. the Falcon there. No, it was it was it yeah, was a good one. Right. So what's what's the yeah. uh, what's the holding going to be like under lights? Well, I hope it's going to be really quick. You know, I think. Um, you know, we are here two weeks ago and had a, a really good weekend, three top tens. So our pace was good, but um, but we've seen the lights get tested and the guys have worked really hard and girls have worked hard at Sydney Motorsport Park. So when I come here, I thought it was going to be similar to last time when we raced at night time, but the investment and what they've got there, the structure, it's, it's next level. Um, better than Abu Dhabi, better than the night race we raced overseas, wow. which was amazing as it was they've done an incredible job so um to, to see all that hard work go in and they're ahead of schedule because we're meant to race here in november december they've worked their pack size off to get it working i hope it goes ahead purely for the you know to to sort of say hey do the work we've got to race but also to see fans there at night time and the spectacle um it's going to be really cool so we don't know what the car's going to be like but if we can race as good as we did two weeks ago. That's the best racing 
I think you'd agree that we've seen for a long time. I needed a shake-up, and that's as good as it gets. Last, oh, last time we were here, chuck in under lights on a Saturday night. If we can replicate that, um, it's, going to be, it's going to be a mega event. So hopefully it goes ahead and, um, and we put on a good show. Hey, mate, what are, your, what are your thoughts on the format as well? Because we've spoken to a few. I'd love to hear your thoughts on, the, obviously, the changes um, that pretty much were in play for the last round there. Um, and, and seeing that, obviously, Nick Perkett got a win. Do you think this is a good move to be able to, you know, get teams like yourself that, you know, I know we know how dominant DJRTP and, and, and Red, Red Bull. Bull have been. Yep. Um, you know, this must give you so much more confidence in being able to say, yeah, we can go out and we can win these races and we can, you know, beat the big teams. Yeah, I think it does. You know, when you take, when you said before, oh, did you get all your crew across? That, that's all we've got. So we've got everyone here. Um, I thought the format worked really well where you go out for practice, come in, chat to your engineer. There's not much data to look at and review. And pretty well, you're back in the car, helmet on and off you go. So it's more a touch and feel um, weekend instead of crunch the numbers, get the propellers and, and work the car. It was, it was a very much feel, explain, react and go race. And that's, that's how I, I love racing because then it comes down to the relationships, the communication, the um, not so much the mechanical engineering and that side of it. So I thought that was really good. Plus throw in this weekend with two tyre compounds, um, a hard and a soft, um, two sets of soft tyres, three sets of hard tyres and effectively five qualifying sessions with the knockout format on, on Saturday. So um, if you run hard, you might make the top 15. It's just it's just fact if everyone runs soft. So yeah. how are we going to play the tyres? Do you save them up? Uh, and go all in on one race and run two sets of softs, but then you're you wrecked for the rest of the weekend. Do you run hard? Do you run softs? Do you run four? Do you run two? There's so many scenarios that are far more complicated than we were here two weeks ago. So, um, but I love that. Give it, get a challenge, and then just grind it out and go, go for it. And um, you won't see three race um, results the same. Three, uh, the same person won't win all three, and that's. That's a fact that's going to happen this weekend, unless it rains. But um, yeah. but it's just impossible. So that that's good. And if you get it right in your race, you look good. But you need to then. It's about survival in the races. You don't have the tyres, and that that'll be the champion from the weekend. How well they go when they're under the pump with tyres, and how they survive. That'll be the big result because the guy with the right tyres, he's going to win. And uh, and looking at the sessions, because obviously Super Two and Super Three. Are there with you guys as well um that gives you a little bit more break in between some of your practice sessions so it gives you a little bit more time than it did in your previous race there so that might change it a little bit but i think you're right i think you're going to find the guys you know sometimes you get into a race and you know you're a sitting duck and sometimes it's just better and people do they make it easy for people to pass i think this weekend is going to be incredible where you're going to see everyone fight for every position on the track because that could mean the difference of mm. a top five round finish at the end of the weekend um, just by, you know, holding up one or two guys for 10 laps. Yeah, and you know what as well? The, we've got the, the hard tyre versus the soft tyre. So the soft tyre is quicker, but it degrades quicker. So um, if you can just keep that guy behind you for a couple of laps, don't move over, make him work for it get everything hot and degrade. And then there's a point where the hard tie is the, the compound you want to be on. So 
yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of those games going on. And then with Super 2 and Super 3, people probably don't know, but the Super 3 has a different tyre as well, which is a, a Kumo tyre. So you're going to see different tyre compounds in both categories, which um, is quite strange because the Kumo tyre apparently has way less degradation than the Dunlop. So in Super 2, Super 3, there's going to be tyre games going on. And in the main series, there's going to be tyre games going on. So um, I think it's going to be fantastic. I love that stuff where it's, you know what, because if we do the same stuff week in, week out, we all know what works. We all do the same thing and the good teams adapt and, and it's the same, it's professional. But keep throwing these formats here and there and chopping and change and tyre allocations and rattle guns and rules and whatever. Um, you've got to fight it on the fly and that's, I think that creates good racing. Well, Mark, it's it's going to be an interesting weekend, but I can tell you, I know where you're going to be on Monday, I'm thinking, because I've just had a bit of sneaky news. Hot off the press. Hot off the press. <laughs> that uh, all, as I just read it here, it's just been sent to me. Supercars have secured an exemption for all teams, all teams, to get back into Queensland on Monday, even if the border closes prior. This means that all Queensland, Sydney and Vic teams will return to Queensland after this event. So, Stevie J, Which means... you may need to dust off your couch so Mark's got yeah, somewhere no, to sleep. No problem. <laughs> no no problem at all. I've got a simulator here that he can yeah, yeah. gladly show us how to uh, do it. He was so good in your the house series. Is that yeah. big. There are so many rooms and couches in Castle Johnson that uh, half of supercars will be able to stay at your Maybe joint. I can get a few. I reckon I could earn a bit of money here if I can, you know, get Jots a few. Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnb, <laughs> absolutely. I think that's fantastic. I'll tell you what, if you let me at your house and you have a simulator and it costs you 10 grand, I'll be throwing that thing out the window. So you may as well rip up 10 grand straight away because my love and passion for those things is quite low. So if your combination is 9 grand, and your simulator's 10, you're going to do your dough, mate. Mate, I think my combination's 900 bucks, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go silly like most of the others. But, um, but hey, Mark, thinking it actually, Matty, you could probably correct me if I'm wrong. That would mean if they all come into Queensland, yep. there's three weeks between rounds, between this round and Darwin, which yep. means two weeks will be uh, obviously in Queensland uh, under... You know, if they had to, yeah, such, if there had to be a, and a, then they could still rush at Darwin. So that absolutely. means Darwin's most probably still on. Yes. Yeah, so for if you, it's three weeks, and so you would imagine that if someone had to go into lockdown for fourteen days, uh, then they could certainly do that, and then be able to make it across up into into Darwin because there was some questions as to whether. Darwin was in fact going to be able to go ahead. So it looks like the whole circus, Mark, is all going to move north and we keep getting chased down by COVID. It's slowly creeping from the south up to the north again. So uh, at least you'll be up here and it looks like the next round after SMP is hopefully going to go ahead. Yeah, you know what, though? I like, and this is just a personal opinion, but if we, if we go places, I want to race, you know. So even Sydney Motorsport Park, we've been here for nine days. Um, we could have raced midweek. We could have raced Tuesday, Wednesday night um, under lights and then come back and race Saturday, Sunday. We could have knocked off two rounds in a row. So just, and, and I had my driver hat on, not the not the um, control the world type thing where there's obviously scenarios that you got to play out. But if we go to Queensland, let's go race at Warwick or let's go race at Queensland Raceway. Let's keep Agreed. knocking off rounds while yeah. we can go, yeah. um, keep knocking them off. So I don't want to go to, you know, personally go to Queensland and just, Land around for three weeks waiting, waiting for Darwin. If I'm in Queensland, 
let's race. If I'm in Darwin, let's race. Let's find these tracks that around the country, um, you know, Warwick's a perfect example. We can, small upgrades would get that track into a FIA position that we could race. Um, and let's keep smashing that out. We can make this a 12-round championship and not get into any, I sound like politically, but to get into any <laughs> state that's got dramas. If we're there, maximise our time there, race, um, get crowd there, get crowd to Warwick, something different, get them to Ipswich, get them to Townsville, get them to Darwin, and then we come back through. We can come back down and race Eastern Creek again. We can go down to Wakefield and we can go home. It's kind of, while we're there, while we're on tour, um, smash it out. That's that's what I'd love. But well, like I said, that's the driver's know, perfect world. Yeah, well, you could also, as you said, with those rounds that you just said, Darwin, Townsville, Warwick, Queensland Raceway, you can make them all double-headers. You know, absolutely. Uh, make them midweek. Make them like, make them double headers, and you can you could you'll probably end up having twenty five races for the year or, or more. Correct. At a, at a low cost, we're there, um, and and like just it's a bad terminology, but we're like racehorses. We feel like we're in a paddock, just waiting. We're at the we're ready to go. Um, you know, my car has been in the garage for the last ten days, um, and we're just tinkering away pit stop practice. Um, you're just sitting, waiting. We're here knocking off formalities, not not racing. So, um, yeah, I'd love it. You know, if we could go up to Queensland and while we're there, don't just sit around for two weeks. Let's race. Let's do something. Um, get out there. Race Wednesday, Thursday if we have to. Race Saturday, Sunday, whatever it is. Um, and like you said, knock off 25 races. And we've gone from a championship that's been restricted to something that's proactive and we're on every weekend. Um, it would be pretty cool, but that's obviously again perfect world and whatever. But um, would be cool if we're there. Let's race. That's that's our opinion. I think it's a pretty bang up idea there, Frosty. But uh, mate, before <laughs> we let you go, we get uh, some live texts in here on uh, Sen, and we've got uh, a whole heap here, mate. Thinking if you and the drivers and support teams now in isolation, hang in there, guys and girls. A rest up. Hope the days go super quick. Says one. Thanks to you and all the other teams from Victoria. You're all giving up a lot to keep the sport going. It's appreciated. Uh, another one here. Can't believe how you got all that done in such a short amount of time. Well done. <laughs> and another one here too. Well done. You all stay safe and happy racing. So everyone down sport. here, mate, we absolutely do appreciate the sacrifices that you and the rest of the other, not just the drivers, but the crew, the teams, um, the, the backroom staff have made to make sure that we at least get to watch something on our screen. So we appreciate it again, mate. No, it's amazing. And, and I guess the, the biggest one, and, and me personally, like to, to shout out to the partners of the team because um, we all have choices. You know, we could stay at home, retire. We could. The team members don't have to do this, but we're so committed to this sport and the families behind it. They, there's no way in the world that they would they would say no to their partner going. They're as committed to this program as we are. So, um, yeah, any of them who's listening, we thank you and we're looking after you your partners as best we can, um, but amazing people. You know, they're the ones with the kids, the, um, being, you know, we've, we've just left them. So, um, you know, big effort by them and, and we're grateful. And, you know, for us, it's not massively strange. You're at a racetrack working on cars, talking about cars. It's not, but your wife's at home with kids homeschooling and all that sort of stuff. It's tough. So um, it's more them and, you know, big thanks to them. It's, um, it's an amazing effort and, they need to be recognised because they're doing it tougher than us probably at the moment and getting through. Uh, well said there, Frosty. But, mate, we'll let you go. Uh, it's probably time for some tucker for you. But uh, all the best this weekend. We hope to see you up the front if we do get some racing. We've got all our fingers crossed. But, uh, mate, we thank you for taking a bit of time to chat to us here on the driver's seat.
Thanks, mate. Bring it on. We're ready to roll. <laughs> hey, Frosty, Frosty, did you have to? Did you have to order your pre-order your meal, like like Percat did uh, last time? And if you well, did, what are you having what? tonight? I tell you what, I've had my dinner and they deliver it at the door. And this is no, no, um, not putting any spin on it. But they knock on your door, they put the food down and they run. But <laughs> it's like they're dropping that. And I was at the door, literally waiting for the person because I actually wanted to see who delivered it. So I opened the door real quick. They were gone. I don't know how. It must be like, like Usain Bolt delivering my food because. <laughs> they get out of there that quick; it's unbelievable. So, and they give us plastic cutlery, and I haven't ordered, I haven't ordered a steak again because cutting a steak with plastic cutlery, oh my goodness, that's a challenge in itself. So, it's um, we all talk racing understeer oversteer, but try cutting steak with a plastic knife. It's um, it's First probably, problems. <laughs> probably the biggest. Oh, it's the biggest challenge. And catching the person who delivers my food—that's another. <laughs> it's another miss. There you go. If you if you order an inside, why do you always bring it back to food, Steve? But anyway, oh, why not? <laughs> but yeah, Frosty, all the best for this weekend, mate. And once again, thanks for joining us on the driver's seat. Thanks, mate. I'm at the door waiting. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> Mark Winterbottom there on the driver's seat, boys. Uh, a tough one for him and the team, eh? Oh, it's it's horrible. Yeah. It's it's honestly, and he is dead right um, for all the partners and everyone else. Like it's tough for. Everybody, and um, you know, at the moment we're lucky up here, but we don't know what's going to happen in the next week either. So let's just sit and hope, and let's uh, you know, let's hope that the weekend goes ahead full steam, and everything calms down in the next four weeks, and we can start to get back to normality again. Mm, fingers crossed on that, man. On, but um, we'll take a quick pause for the cause here on the driver's seat. A big thank you again to Mark Winterbottom for giving us so much of his time. But uh, we got plenty more news, even some breaking stuff too that's uh, emerged. From a certain speed food emporium website, but uh, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that in just a tick right here on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat, and a big thank you once again to Mark Winterbottom for giving us so much of his time. Uh, it's an interesting times, isn't it, gents? We keep saying for the past couple of weeks, but uh, the mere fact that we um, we don't know what's going to happen this weekend is crazy considering the fact that it's only three days away. But, Matty, as you said, uh, a bit of an exemption. Now, just to put it into a bigger context, too, we heard early today that the AFL has um, – they're going to be sending all their Victorian teams up to Queensland. So I'm guessing – well, it means two things. One, obviously, Queensland will be probably be thinking about locking up pretty quick, wouldn't you say? Look, you'd have to think so. The, the Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has been – uh, well, sorry, let's put it into context. About a month ago, everyone was saying, my goodness me, open the borders to Queensland or you get to bankrupt the state. Then about a week later, everyone was like, oh, maybe we'll keep the borders closed. She opened it a couple of weeks ago. But the fact that there's even been discussions internally at Supercars making a provision for all teams and team personnel and trucks and all that sort of stuff to get back across the border just in case, to me spells out that there is likely, and we don't know this, but likely there'll be the border closure, a hard closure once again. Because if there wasn't, why would you even have that that that, that discussion internally? So, uh, look, I think it, it's most likely going to happen. We're seeing the, the, the cases of COVID creep further and further. In fact, I think even some of the Super 2 and Super 3 teams that were staying 
at the Atura Hotel yeah. in Blacktown, which is about, I don't know, two and a half, three Ks, and a ripping place to stay if you're ever going to Sydney Motorsport Park. Uh, they had a case there. So that's now being closed and having to go through that deep clean. And it's it's insidious. It just looks like it's creeping further and further north. And I'll tell you, Anastasia will will push the button. She'll, well, she'll I, close it again. You know, I reckon she will because Northern Territory have. Yep. And she is one that's on the front foot. If someone's gone, I guess, harder in regard to rules than her, yep. she'll just go bang. Yep. She'll just change it. So, I, you know, I'm expecting it to happen because, you know, she's noble when it comes to this stuff. And I know people were giving her a hard time keeping it closed for so long, you know, and look what's happened. Yeah. And I think there's only one active case in Queensland, I believe. It changes every day. There's one, there's two, there's four, there's back to three. So yeah. I think today it was four. Right. But still zero um, zero new cases for more than seven days yeah. now. Or... Yeah, it's been, for, it's been a while. <laughs> Queensland's been fantastic when it comes to all of this. I think at one point we had one active case and one person in hospital. That was it for a couple of weeks. So effectively that hard border closure has proven to be successful. It has. The issue that yeah. we've got now with it being opened is there's been a massive rush of a lot of Victorians who were in New South Wales and they came across the border. They may not have necessarily been in Victoria two or three or four weeks ago, but they were travelling. In fact, I've got a, I've got a, a cousin who her and her husband are just you know hauling around New South Wales in their caravan. They haven't been in Victoria for the last month and a half. They've come up here. They've come to Queensland, even though they're Victorians. Well, I don't know so, if you boys saw on the news, but uh, a that bunch... guy on the motorbike. Don't tell me. No, 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 <laughs> not that. You, you've got four what, Victorian four blokes. The four Victorian blokes that jumped onto a freight train into Adelaide, like yes. they were. Uh... Yeah, what a bunch of peanuts. <laughs> Fair dinkum. And I love that all they've all they've been charged with is. Uh, going against the COVID rules, hmm. they haven't been charged with like breaking entering into trespassing. The, into the, yeah, no, no, it's just the it's just the COVID rules. Well, they got their and then wish. you saw that <laughs> they got into Adelaide. <laughs> they did. They well, they got that far. I think they're all headed to Perth. Mm. And he had that flog real estate agent in Victoria who rode up here on his motorbike. Mm. I saw it on a current affair the other day, and he's skiting about how he got up here. Like, mate, fair dinkum. Just stay in Melbourne. Yeah. Fair dinkum. We love Melbourne, but just stay in Melbourne. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Don't come up here. Don't don't spread the threat. And uh, there's part of me, Stevie J. You just want to unload, don't you? Oh, the, oh God, I want to unload so hard. There, well, there's part of me that says, if if we are at this risk, if it is teetering on the edge, close those gates at SMP on the weekend and do not allow crowds in. Mm -hmm. Because if we get one positive result out of a team member or a driver or a whatever, it's the AGP it'll be all again. over. It's the AGP. It's, it's the AGP again. again. It's all over it's again. Done. So if we're going to close borders and everything, close the gates. Sorry, fans. You'll have to watch it on Fox or KO or, or you know, even a free-to-air broadcaster do a special deal to make it free-to-air for everybody. Um because we just can't risk it. One, I just don't think we can risk it. One on the speckle text here, guys, uh, uh, from Aaron. Thanks for popping your name, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> Good on you, um, Supercars have had a while to plan this out. Need to be able to pull the trigger at a moment's notice. They also need to run back-to-back -back weekends. Right now, they can't go anywhere, so perhaps just race in New South Wales up to the Bathurst round. Yeah, Aaron, I don't. I, I see what There's you're saying. There's parts of it that make sense, but other yes, parts you parts can't really. And, and pulling yeah. the trigger, Aaron, you're absolutely right, and that's why I think that information that we just got handed to us, um, they can pull the trigger. They will. Uh, they will be up. They will be getting all of their teams mm -hmm. out of New South Wales into Queensland 
on Monday. So that's going to happen, I think, which is fantastic. Um, could we have back-to-back rounds at SMP for the next three months until Bathurst? No. I just don't. It, it just wouldn't work. It would be, People would just end up switching off and see you later and and it wouldn't be conducive to a great championship. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I like it's, what you're saying there. Why but don't we do something be. different and just do a a race uh, on the Bell's Line Road from <laughs> Richmond <laughs> to uh, Lithgow and just see who's the fastest? Yeah, because that that would never end up bad. Would That's it? a wicked road. <laughs> I love that road. Have you taken at sixty k's an hour? Of course. On the on the cruise control, it's pan. Have you ever taken that road home after a bad result at Bathurst? Yep. Yep. Then we were doing 60k Might have now. stopped at the Maccas before we just got on that road as well. No doubt. And might have got to the other end with a big smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's a good bit of road. It's a great bit of road. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. But, we you know, and I think you're right. I mean, getting those teams, and, and, and we talk about pulling the trigger, and they sort of have in a way yep. with what you just read out, Maddie, with regard to... They're guaranteed to get back into Queensland. Yeah, they're exempt. They are mm-hmm. exempt because of their isolation in Sydney. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to go out. They're not allowed to do anything. They're all isolated together. They're to and from the track together. Uh, spectators are not allowed in the pits, so there will be no interaction with uh, spectators. They're only on the outside of the track. Yep. So they they literally won't. They don't even see. Um, the clerks and the receptionists at the hotel. They're literally straight into their rooms and bypass. that's about it as a bypass. So yep. I can see how they're able to do it. Um, there was a few guys that I spoke to today from teams and other drivers um, that were very worried about, you know, there was talk about possibly sending all the teams if it was locked down to Bathurst and all the teams prepped their cars at Bathurst, in the yep. sheds at Bathurst yep. for two weeks, yep. and then they had to Darwin because that's a, an isolated part of yeah, New regional. South Wales, mm. in regional New South Wales, mm. and uh, then Northern Territory were going to allow them to head from Bathurst up into uh, Darwin. Can I just be really selfish for two minutes, though? <laughs> or again? Uh, yeah. Well, just two minutes. I'm allowed two minutes a day, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no secret that Stevie J and I are up here on the Gold Coast mm-hmm. and all the teams are coming up to the Gold Coast, which is, uh, by the sound of it, it's going to be fantastic. Um, can I just say, I'd, I want to have a beer at your joint next week, Stevie J, because I reckon all the drivers will be over at your place. Uh, I might, I Greg might Disco already Miller. have a few. I might already yeah, have a few right that on. are coming over. There you go. Greg Disco Miller, he'll, uh, from Hog's Breath Cafe, formerly of, he'll, uh, he'll end up and we'll have Dirty Mexicans till three o'clock in the morning for the next three weeks. Oh, good. Do you know what a dirty Do you know what a dirty Mexican is, Nimsy? I can't say. Uh, do I do I have to you hit the what, dump button? No, no, no. no. You know when you have tequila slammers. Yeah. This is like a tequila slammer, but instead of using lemon and salt, you use cinnamon and orange. Yeah, that's that. God, that doesn't sound like so good. Oh my god. Oh no, it's really good. And, it's not uh, like a suicide shot where you stick the lemon in your eye and you snort the salt and you drink the tequila. That's a suicide shot. And just as a side note to anyone listening out there, please uh, do, <laughs> do consume. Do Dirty Mexicans. Enjoy re- enjoy responsibly so, uh, as we course. all go. Um, one last one <laughs> off the speckle text here. Uh, lads, any word on Drive to Survive Season 3? I'm one of those blokes who had zero interest. Now I love the sport because of the doco. I, I hope so. Yeah. Um, I, I would imagine that it would have been, well we know it was certainly filmed, we just didn't see it. Uh, we haven't seen it much, but um, uh, I hope so because I just want to see Gunter Steiner. Like, if you look at the Haas, 
if they were filming and you look at the Haas team's results. Is this from last year? The, well, yeah, but from this year. If they're filming yeah. it again this year, if you look at their results from the first two races at Austria, mm. I mean, Gunter Steiner must have been blowing a valve somewhere because they've had such crap results. I can't wait to see that drive to survive. But I, I hope it comes back because it's a rip of watch. I don't know. I, I, I'm spe- uh, like sceptical is what I was trying to say. I was going to say speckle because I've got speckled text on my brain. Um, I'm sceptical that it might not even happen. You look at the uh, the presenters from Sky Sports, yeah. they're not even allowed no. in pit lane. No. Uh, so I hope they were, but I don't To think have the teams have, you know, a random, not random, I, I guess, you know, they're... they're an unknown. Film crew, yeah. but an unknown film crew running through all the teams. No. It won't happen unless they're based with the team the whole time and, and all that. But how good were the first two seasons? One yeah. season, two seasons. Two seasons. Drive to Survive on Netflix, really behind the curtain Formula One stuff. If you yeah. want to see it, it's it's great watch. It is a great sports watch. It's a ripper. Mm, uh, check that out on Netflix. We'll take a quick break here on The Driver's Seat. If you want to be in touch on the speckle text, very easy to do so. 0433981116 is the number. We'll take a break uh, because we do have to get to some breaking enduro news, but uh, we'll do that right after this on The Driver's Seat. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. You are listening to The Driver's Seat. Thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, and together we are building Australia. A bit of late-breaking news that came through before we got on air, but uh, this was... Um, not sure if it was meant to be on the old uh, <laughs> speedcafe.com, but uh, look, it's up there and it's being shared around on all the usual social channels. But uh, Brock Feeney will be making his super cheap auto Bathurst 1000 debut with James Courtney and Boost Mobile Racing. It does make a bit of sense since they're both um, heavily backed by Peter Adden at Boost. Sorry. Yeah, I mean it does, and and I and uh, Brock also does the Dunlop series out of uh, out of those those stables as well. I do want to go back. If to you just, if you want to just, just pretend this is <laughs> just pretend this is six a.m. tomorrow morning, everybody, so please, because yeah, when you work in the media, right, sometimes when you you see these breaking news bits and pieces, the media outlets actually get it like a day before or whatever, and and at the at the bottom of the big press release, it's going to go out. It says embargoed until a time and on a date. And when we got this press release uh, earlier today. Yeah, in the afternoon. Yeah, in the afternoon. It says a big thing on the bottom says embargoed until 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. So I feel perhaps that someone at uh, speedcafe.com might have got 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. wrong. Because up tonight. That's a, <laughs> that's a giant fail right there. Well done. Dun, dun. Someone's anyway. in the big proverbial after yes. that one so because that Simon? is a big uh, no no. What would happen if you, when you go to D, if you, when you're a DJR and you were releasing that, you know, Steven Johnson's leaving the team or Dick's doing this or whatever it was mm-hmm. and there was a big embargo thing, if someone reported it before that, what would you do? What would happen within that? Would there be a meltdown of oh, ginormous proportions? And whoever did it would probably get a colonoscopy with no lube at the end of the day. <laughs> so it, it's 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 this, seriously as that's a big one. This is as bad as it gets. In um, I guess you know there's a a lot of people bag the media and a lot of people you know a lot of teams you know especially when you you're getting. Um, reported negatively, mm. but you know sometimes obviously, and that's the same anyway. in football and the same in anything. But yep. 
what you don't do is you don't breach that trust of no. this sort of thing. So what will happen now is, um, you know, Tim Edwards, Tim Edwards and Tickford, they just won't send, um, you know, Speed Cafe the embargoed mm. uh, story until the time others it's meant to it. go, mm. until others have it. So yeah. it's just anyway. it's just wrong, and I don't understand mistakes happen, but it could have been a mistake rectified very quickly. Very quickly. Not anyway, let's... happy, Jan! <laughs> That's exactly what would have been said in the, in the offices of Tim Edwards, I should imagine. Oh, my God. Imagine That's if it happened perfect. to Erebus and Barry Ryan. Oh, jeez. Or, or Betty. Could you imagine oh. the phone call? No, anyway. Wouldn't be able to play so, that Brock, one. No, no, let's let's move away from that, and we'll go to the great news that it, that's Brock's going to get his debut in the biggest race of the year with uh, with JC. There was always going to be a bit of a mentoring well, role yeah. with JC there, and to bring Brock through, he's with Tickford, both both Boost Mobile athletes. Well, we actually reported that. You actually said that yeah. a few shows ago, saying yeah. we were talking about possibly Jack when we were talking to. Um, to Tim online hmm. a few yeah. shows ago, we were talking yeah. about Jack. We were talking about it. Tim. Even threw in the, you know, don't throw, don't um, count out Will Davison. And uh, yeah. we said, you know, afterwards, yeah, you know, Brock Feeney. Yeah, he's a boost sponsored athlete, um, young driver with Tickford at the moment. You know, and makes it sense. just makes sense. Makes total sense. So good luck to him. Good luck to all at Tickford and to the journo who. Needs a new watch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> one, one last one, guys. Just on the on the topic of uh, this one. Do you think that this, the way that this uh, press release, I, this is what I thought when I saw it, and I was well, I was hoping to wait until it actually got officially released. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about it now. Mm-hmm. The fact that it only says Brock Finney's going to join James Courtney at this super cheap auto Bathurst One Thousand mm-hmm. Pertec Enduro Cup dead. Uh, well, I think it's relatively widely expected and understood now that there will be no, uh, well, there'll be no endurance. We, we can't go to the Gold Coast. We're not going to Sandown um, for in an endurance types back or Taylor Ben. So one would deduce from that that yes, the the Pertec. Uh, Enduro Cup may be put on ice for 2020. Maybe the Enduro Cup will be just the one race. And that's exactly right. So maybe the endurance will just be Bathurst this year. And I think... I think that's what's going to happen. It'll th- just be Bathurst this year. And I'm pretty sure there'll be a lot of fans that go, you know what? Yep, it's a bogey year. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's that's the thing that we've talked about so often on this show is how understanding and, and malleable... Our fans have been because uh, let's not forget our sponsors as well. Oh yeah, sponsors, teams, families, you know, everybody. everyone bags sponsors and things that uh, you know with people with sponsors pulling out and people. So many people have bagged Peter Adderton, but at the end of the day, he puts his money where his mouth is. Yeah, and if he's not happy, he takes his money elsewhere. At the yeah. end of the day, um, people like Pertech, you know, they're fantastic. You know, I'm lucky enough to have. Um, support from Pertech as well, and Stephen, the guys there, just they just they're so genuine to work with and they they fully understand their situation they're in a in a situation in melbourne at the moment too where you know you got to remember these guys are, a lot of them's mobile like a lot of other uh companies mobile host and, people, yeah. yeah mobile host and they're yep. they're they're all everyone's affected and yep. it's very easy for any of these sponsors to say listen we're pulling back the reins this year see what happens in the next year or two if we recover um but you know a lot of these guys and girls you know you know Full throttle custom yeah. garage for us, you know, holding mm. fast and, and all that, you know. Like I'm happy and Kubota are the same, and they're still sponsoring this show. Everyone's affected by it, but 
um, you know, we, we can't just single out. It's, it's everybody, yeah. yeah. you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, everyone's been very malleable and working very hard behind the scenes to try and... Just as uh, loyal everybody is with yeah. what we all want to do. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we'll take a quick break because we've got a couple of uh, speckled texts to get through in just a tick. And uh, we'll even do a, a running update on the power rankings as well. But you're listening to the driver's seat. As Steve mentioned, we do it thanks to our great mates at Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter. And together, we're building Australia. And for over four years, they've been powering this show too. So we do thank them for all their support. Uh, and they do a, a tremendous job doing that too. But we'll take a quick break. Back with more right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Oh, the speckled text machine is humming along very, very nicely. Here's one. Hey, fellas, slight change of subject with such concerns around running costs. Can someone please explain the logic in still running a 5.0 engine with a rev limit in? Guys? Uh, a 5-litre engine oh, with here a we rev go. limit? Here we go. Uh, there's more to this text. Uh, from Little Mac. Uh, <laughs> It's a big one. Oh, good on you, Will. Uh, so it says here, and uh, da, 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 um, still running a 5.0 engine with a rev limit in the sevens at a cost around 130k. They're, estens- they're essentially de-stoked and limited NASCAR engines, so why not just run cup engines and be done with it? We run rebuilt RCR cup engines that turn nearly 100k RPM and north of this. This is a lot in here, guys. Uh, <laughs> Especially yeah, for are, you. Have you just gone down a rabbit hole, Nimsy. You have yeah, no idea where yeah, you're talking about. This now, could be you? in Hebrew, and I would be like, "What do you reckon about that, guys?" Um, uh, is he? What's it, so? Is he? Is he asking why don't we cut costs by lowering the rev limiter on these big engines? Yeah. How because mad if would he the, is? I think that's a great idea because that's what we do in Trans Am. How yeah. mad would a 900 horsepower supercar be? The development is already done and push road. 5.0s are irrelevant anyway. Yeah, but the prob- the problem is, you know, when in the NASCAR, when you're going around and around like that wide open, they're built for that kind of stuff. But with when you've got a circuit car at 900 horsepower, the stress and everything else that goes through the car, chassis, driveline, mm-hmm. suspension, whilst you, you may be able to do something within the engine to keep it from detonating every five minutes, you'd run the wheels and everything else off the car. So the, the cost would go through the roof. Yep. In Trans Am and also with your thing, your TCR, TCM car, because you've got you've got about, I don't know, seven or eight under horsepower, whatever you've got, the rev limits are really low. So in my Trans Am car, which is an LS3 engine car, um, our rev limit, it's like six, yeah. six, two or something. I didn't, I haven't, I just refreshed my engine after four years and it was brand new inside. That's how you cut costs. You don't run these mm. things so they're about to kick a leg out of bed every time you stick them on the track. And and TCM's the same. We're a limited, we're a bigger block, bigger capacity. We're six litre. Yeah. And a lot of them, obviously a lot of the smaller cars like John Bowers, Tirana, yeah. uh, all that there, five litre. They end up, they run to like 80, 8,200 or 8,400, something around that. Yep. The bigger engine cars like myself, they're limited to 7.5. But every time you win races, you get uh, penalties. You get rev penalties. So every yep. time you win a, a race, you get 100 revs taken off you. So by the end of last year, I was running at like 6,800. Yeah. You know, but then you got to finish outside the top three to get 100 back. So you finish second or third in the race, your sort of status quo. Yeah. That's about it. But, 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 they're, but they're, you know, and we're talking about this regularly too with how to – cut costs but make the racing better for TCM. There's talk about, you know, obviously upping the um, 
the weight limits of the cars because some guys are finding it hard to get down to the weight limit, which is a bit bizarre because they're still quite heavy. We're fine, thanks. <laughs> but the thing is, people what people don't realise is that you up the weight of the car, oh, yeah, it sounds easy, just chuck 50 kilos in it. Yeah. That kills the tyres, that kills the brakes. Yep. The brakes are the biggest one of the biggest expenses on our cars, uh, on any car. Mm. Um, it stresses the suspension more. You have to change joints and you have to change heim joints. You have to change all this stuff and crack test more often. It puts the, so the cost, cost through, through the, the roof. roof. Yep. There you go. So there's a lot of different ways. I hope that ways answers your question cap. why we don't do it. Thank you, Little Mac. Uh, thanks for jumping on board. And another one on this speckle text. This one's quite funny because it's got an emoji. You know the little emoji oh, that, yeah, that right does the, the little three fingers and the, ooh, mint. Uh, oh, <laughs> just tuned in. Talking about racing, are we? <laughs> <laughs> so we certainly are, mate. So jump on board. And we're doing it until 10 o'clock as well here on the driver's seat. Hey, before we take a quick break, something that I noticed this weekend, um, just looking at the entry list for the Super 2, Super 3, we're going to be seeing our mates back, like Tommy Randall. He's going to be back in the Altima. Brody Kostecki, uh, who is leading the Super 2 Championship. Super 3 grid. Uh, there's going to be a certain number 17 Jim Beam Falcon on there. There is. There is. Jason Foley, who owns... I don't even know what number it is. I'd have to call a sleuth, because he's the guru with that sort of stuff. But has got the um, 2007 Jim Beam uh, Zero livery on his car, which is uh, obviously the livery that we... Myself and Will Davison used to effect of the podium, Matthew, mm -hmm. at Bathurst in 2007, which was quite cool. So mm -hmm. it's going to be great to see that car. And you know what? It is his baby. He loves that car. He raced it last year at Phillip Island. I had a good chat to him. He made me sign the dashboard. He made Dad sign the dashboard. Jeez. It was very cool. Very cool. It's, so it's not likely to be driven on the ragged edge close uh, to he, fencing it? Or does he drive it pretty hard? He drives it pretty hard, but he just doesn't put him – he's not – He's not a young fella that wants to put himself in a position where it's either gain this one position or bin yeah. it. You know, okay. he'll he'll err on the side of caution if there is any situation that he's not comfortable with. Well, Jace, good luck this weekend, mates. And this this is quite interesting too because if you have a look, see at the combined list of the entire category: three FGX Falcons, eight VF Commodores, four VE Commodores, six FG Falcons. And Foley in Steve's old BF. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Reg. That is just absolutely Reg. crazy. But uh, um, we'll take a break. Reset for nine o'clock here. As you said on the speckle text, yes, we have got another hour about talking about racing. So we'd love for you to be a part of it. Jump on board. 0433 98 11 16 is our number. We'll take a break and be back with the podium. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Before we get to the podium, quickly on the speckle text, Little Mac is uh, jumped on board again. Sorry, guys. Obviously, it wasn't clear. No, it's not you, Little Mac. I cannot read this speckle text machine. <laughs> I've got Coke bottle glasses and I still can't do it, mate. So my apologies to you, not, not the other way around. Sorry, guys. Obviously, it wasn't clear. Why not give the engines some more cubs and let them do it easier and essentially last longer? If the yeah, cup engines have. can make 900, they'll last forever. Brackets right. relatively yeah, yeah. at 650 horsepower. P.S. Love the show. Good man. Yeah, we're good on your little man. That's right. He's know, right. Like, absolutely. Because yeah. yeah, and effectively these engines are a very similar thing. They're just not as big a capacity. Yeah. Like Dad said, if, if they needed to build these engines to run to eight and a half, nine thousand, they yeah. could do it. Yeah. Obviously, wear and tear becomes more. It's like anything. The yeah. more stressed anything is, the more it costs you. Wife included. And. Uh, <laughs> 
What? Well, it's true. It's true. Lovely. Big good evening to Bree Hello, Johnson. Bree and Bree. Helen McKellen. Hello, Mac. Yes, yes. Grandma Mac. Or she'll kill me for that. But he's right. You know, tune it back a bit, let it run for, you know, and, and they should do something with regard to, um, you know, you must run an engine uh, for, I don't know, they got they have got limits on engines, but you've got to run, you've got three engines for the year. Yeah, like Formula That's 1. It. And I think they sort of do. Yeah. Um, you can't just go toing and froing too much, but yeah, that, that'd make a lot more Let's sense. not talk about Dick Johnson racing and changing engines, shall we? After Bathurst Hang last on a year. minute, Matthew. <laughs> Hang on a minute. You have left out a very Woof. important Here part we go. of gone what you just oh, said. Oh, look at him fire up now. <laughs> what have you left out, Matthew? You tell me. The engine that was No, 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 used... no, no, no. You haven't. What you said, what have you left out? There's a very important part of what you left out. Let's not talk about it DJR is and Dick changing Johnson engines. Johnson Racing Team, Team Penske. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. End of story. End of story. There we go. Changing engines. Anyway, we've got to move on. We've got to do this. (laughs) Now on the driver's seat, the podium. Now the podium, we focus on three talking points uh, that Matt and Steve will dive into. Let's start off with P1, gents. Will we see a new name on the winner's list? Uh, In five races, we've had Scotty Mack on the top step three times, Jamie Winkup with one win, and Nick Perkat, Blake, Break up that uh, Shell V Power Racing Team mm. and Red Bull Holden Racing Team mm-hmm. dominance, but we did see Lethal put up quite a fight uh, at SNP last time around. Do you reckon we'll see a new race winner or just the usual suspects this weekend? I hope so, and very possibly yes. Yeah, I, I think this is the best opportunity for it. Yeah, one hundred percent. The only thing that will stop that Nimsy, and as Mark uh, Winterbottom alluded to earlier in the show. There's so many different strategies you can use with regard to they've only got five sets of tyres, enough for two and th- two and a half races, and they've got three races, so they have to reuse tyres, how they use tyres. But now they've got hard and soft in the mix. That makes a big difference mm. at Sydney Motorsport Park. So it's going to depend. If if the four, because there's only three races, if the four cars, you know, from the two major teams, as DGR, Team Penske, and Rebel Holden Racing Team, mm-hmm. um, if because there's four cars. If three out of the four races, there's three of those cars that all do different strategies, there's a fair possibility that one of those cars from each of that, those stables is going to win a race. But yep. because that didn't happen, they a lot of them did the same thing last time at SMP. Mm-hmm. That's where Nick Perkett got his leg up. Yeah. All right. So it's going to depend on the strategy that they use. Um, to, if they're going to, you know, they could look at throwing a race. Not not, not so much throwing it, but sacrificing Sacrifice a, tires, a yeah. race. Yeah. Before the next for the next race, and the, that's what could happen. The bigger question I have: Will we see Jack Smith on the podium, Steve Johnson? <laughs> if I was a betting man, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Nimsy. <laughs> would pro- I would probably give you probably what odds would you give me? Five billion to one. Five well, it ain't winks. I'll put it that way. It's not be it ain't winks. Uh, I'm going to put a dollar on that. <laughs> five billion to one. All it's right. worth a dollar. <laughs> No, it's not even worth opening the wall. I'll put it that way. But um, uh, P2, guys, will be, how much will being in a hub factor in for the Victorian teams? Because obviously you guys are used to doing the travel, but you're not used to being there for nine, ten plus days and not knowing when you've got to go home. So how is, is the fact, and even the fact that some drivers like Davey Reynolds, who's at home at his mum's, Mm-hmm. <laughs> and BJR, who are in a more homely environment. I mean, for Frost, the moment. Frosty sounds mm-hmm. like he's he's in the uh, Shawshank Redemption at the moment. <laughs> With the people dropping off the food, he's in solitude. Yeah. Uh, solitary confinement. Look, 
the reality the reality is, Nimsy, every team and every driver and every family currently is going to be compromised. Uh, that comes from Victoria and now Sydney, because it sounds like they're all going to be coming up here uh, as the COVID cases creep further north. Mm. So, yeah, absolutely. It, it is going to be an issue both from a technical point of view for the teams, but also for an emotional point of the teams. The, the people who manage their people the best will do very well during all of this. Um, I know that Walkinshaw and Dreddy United basically packed a truck of spare parts mm-hmm. uh, for all teams. Any other team that wanted to, to from a Holden side yep. to come up. Uh, so that's on its way up to SMP now, I believe. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, as I said, I think it's who, whichever team manages its people really well, here's Stevie J, and they're going to need to manage them with kid mm. gloves. Mm. You can't be kicking anyone around the, the pits during this period of time because they'll just up and leave and come back to their families. Yep. We'll do, uh, I think they'll, they'll benefit from that. But, so, yes, I do think it will affect Vic teams, Nimsy. Yeah, I, I think that. Uh, sorry, I'm not Nimsy, but I'm going to answer anyway. <laughs> uh, I think that it won't initially, but the longer it goes on, it yeah. will definitely affect them a little. Yeah. But there is strict uh, processes in place that, uh, with regard to transport travel, um, as in uh, supply travel from yeah. their teams, Palm Trans, who was a, was a long-time sponsor, I think, of uh, well, Matt, Matty White. Matt White, yeah. Um, but they're on a few cars as well. They've they've had trucks um, heading up from Victoria uh, with uh, with spare parts. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of help from a lot of people to be able to transport things around, and they're going to need that because if they're going to need spare parts, if they're going to need bits and pieces between races, these are the guys um, that are going to really make it easier for them. Um, their supercars have got their rig... Uh, in regard to their um, their chassis rig and that sort of stuff, all portable with them 24-7. So if there's an issue, there's a lot of, uh, uh, I wouldn't say even say smash repair, there's a lot of places with smash repair equipment that are uh, dedicated to supercars and can service uh, car of the future supercar. Yeah, so sure, so sure. if there's an issue with that regard, there'll be other teams helping out. They'll be able to go to those places, etc. Well, if they come up to Queensland, Pace Innovations, who built Pace all Innovations, the chassis, absolutely. If you if you turn it into a banana this weekend, chuck it on a trailer yeah. and send it up here, and Seppi will pull it straight. Well, Pace Innovations have actually got Scotty McLaughlin's uh, car from last year at uh, Gold Coast. Uh, Gold Coast. Yeah. Yeah. There, um, it, it won't ever still, race again. Still trying to straighten it out. Yeah, they're still trying to straighten. <laughs> well, it's been it sat dormant for quite a while because there was a lot of work on, but that will be back to brand new uh, in in a very short period of time and built back up as that because all the panels, uh, not the ones obviously in the Gold Coast, but all the Bathurst panels, all that sort of stuff, were preserved. So. Th- car that got wrecked essentially was not the Bathurst car, if that yep. makes sense. So mm. it's going to be quite cool to be able to still have that car back uh, and as a, you know, one of, not not the, but one of the most successful and winningest touring cars or Vet supercars around. Uh, well, just quickly, Steve, you went and mentioned, you know, the longer that this goes on, uh, the more that the teams will, yep. you know, um, suffer for it. Uh, just changing codes quickly, turning to rugby league. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> How good's rugby league? But rugby the league. but rugby the, league. the New Zealand Warriors uh, moved. Supercar. <laughs> oh god, that'd be fun. Um, but the New Zealand Warriors left New Zealand and moved up to Tamworth and be based out of there since May 28th. And already we've got four players. After Monday, they're jumping back on a plane. And go right, we're done. We, we are going home. Really? Yep. Yeah. We're going home. We 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 we've done this long enough. Sorry. Mm. 
Wow. And and you know what? I didn't um, know that. I, That's interesting, isn't it? I don't. Is that big? Sorry, Maddie. Is that yeah. because Nemzi? They're just they're worried about how it's how it's shifting again, or they've just they're sick of Ran being away. based here. I think it's just, you know, because a lot of them are just like, you know what? I haven't been in my own bed since May, so I've just got to get home. And uh, And you know what could happen, Nimsy? Could absolutely happen in supercar land. I don't think it would happen from a driver's point of view, but I think very susceptible to team members just going, up stumps, I'm out of here. 100%. I'm out of here because uh, my wife's not coping or my mum's sick or whatever. You know, d- and old mates, got to, the kids have got to be homeschooled and they're Absolutely. really not coping. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But, that's, what I, that's what I say. I come back to that point of mm. how you manage your human resources is going to be vital during this time. One last one, uh, an unprecedented one on the uh, podium. For the first time, we're going to use one of the speckled text because Nick in Mernda has got a killer question for us, guys. Uh, Nick, thanks for texting in on 0433981116. Matt and Steve, where do you think Australian V8 supercar racing is heading now that Ford and Holden are out of Australia? Steve? Mm. <laughs> I, I, like the, I like your handball at that one, Matt. Yeah, yeah. McKeldon handballs from the wing to Johnson. You know, I mean, who knows? I mean, we are... It is in a massive state of change at the moment. Mm. Uh, the, the, I guess the premier motorsport category in the country, you could, could call it, you know. Some people don't, um, but it is. You know, it is the, the number one. It's what everyone aspires to go and do. Mm-hmm. Um, there will still be a premier motorsport category in Australia. We just don't know exactly what's going to be running at the end of the day. It's going to be – it needs to – and I, I've, I've been very vocal, and it needs to change. It needs to be cheaper. There's, there's a lot of changes in – and um, I guess the Gen Three car of the future, they need to they need to get it right. And I've been very, very vocal in my opinion. It's just to- it's totally my opinion that I don't think Gen Two was anywhere near the market they should have been. I, I almost think it was a failure because it's not cheaper. Um, there's not more manufacturers in here like mm. that we tried to get in. There's a lot of... In fact, there's been a there's reduction. A, there's been a reduction. So mm. in my mind, it's a massive failure and um, the cost is astronomical with the servicing of these cars and the running of these cars and the repairing of these cars. So um, they need to get Gen 3 right. And what we're going to be racing, I don't... I have no idea. It, we will be racing something, you know. Yeah. There'll be Fords and Holdens for the moment, anyway. But there'll be some. I know. I know Australia is Ford and Holden. It's blue and red. Yeah. But uh, what happens in the future? We know we've seen change before with Group A, Group C, all that sort of thing. Um, and it's just in one of those big changes as, as we speak. What I'd be interested in, and no one's interested in my opinion on this sort of thing. No, but so I'd, let's move I'd, on. I'd be interested. <laughs> in... <laughs> Ouch. Johnson handballs back to McKelder. Um, I would be interested if Nico would uh, send a text back in to the speckle text machine and tell us what he wants to see. Actually, it's a good one. It doesn't matter what we want. You tell us what you want to see, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Nick Let's, in Mernda. I'd love to know. Nick from Mernda, lovely part of the world. I'd love to know what you oh, think. I track that. That's one of the most intelligent questions you've said in a long time. <laughs> Well done there. But, uh, it's not bad, is it? That was the podium. And remember, you can be part of the show too. 0433 We've got to get to our Bendix breaks. Big moment. What happened? You know, we'll that fix. was just the, uh, I, I couldn't get the, you know, with the with the old cork out of the bottle, just finishing up the, the segment. Anyway. We'll, we'll oh, what did you have for dinner tonight? Oh, you are out of control. He's full of beans, I can tell you that. But uh, what? He's been uh, on the beans. We've got, he's been on the full of gym beans. <laughs> 
No, no, no. Waters. That's Jason Foley this Saturday at uh, SMP. But um, (laughs) we'll take a quick break. Back with our Bendix Breaks. Big moment. That is next. Oh, we've got Nick back from Mernda on the Speckle text. Nick, thanks for listening. Uh, Nick says, I'd like to see some uh, H-E Hemis versus Chefs. What does that mean? Um, (laughs) Uh, Hemis is Dodge. Dodge, Ah. Hemis is Dodge engine. There we go. Hemis versus Chefs. Uh, Mercedes have some nice V8s, and maybe Toyota Lexus might come to the party. If we can't have an Aussie true blue competition, let's go worldwide. We'll be nice to see. Okay, so firstly, yes, you're 100% right. Uh, Mercedes do have a beautiful bi-turbo V8 engine, but they're not interested in coming to motorsport in Australia, as we've seen. Uh, Secondly, Toyota with Lexus, very strong chance. Nick, from what I'm hearing, very strong chance we may see a Toyota-branded product in supercar. And if you want Hemi or Dodge... I can't give you the engine because they're only LS3s, but jump over and have a look at Trans Am because that's Mustang v Camaro v uh, Dodge Challenger, although uh, powered by uh, a single LS3 engine. Hmm. So there you go. Thanks for jumping on board, Nick, and feel free to do so anytime. Uh, Right now, guys, it's time for this. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Brakes big moment. Bendix, Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. Yeah, if you want cleaner wheels, fit Bendix Brakes, let's talk about the Styrian Grand Prix, specifically this moment. Sebastian Vettel and Charles Leclerc made contact. Yes, they did. Heavy oh, contact. Look at that. Rear wing broken then on. That looked like Leclerc's Ferrari. Both Ferraris trying to fight over the same piece of tarmac in turn three. And their awful weekend just gets even worse. Oh, a three-place grip penalty for Charles Leclerc. And big damage to the rear of that Ferrari as well for the man who was on pole at this track last year. There you go. Uh, I saw a very amusing thing on uh, Twitter. It was roses are red, violets are blue, Leclerc in the vehicle into Vettel, Mercedes one two. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's very clever, and what an absolute Barry Crocker of a weekend! Congrats to Lewis Hamilton, so who did win? Yes, who did win? Yep. Uh, but Ferrari's having. I mean, that was you. You got to you got to give ups uh, to the way young Charlie took it on the chin. He said, "My fault, my drama. That was really bad." Um, or just when I said there should be a rule, Stevie J, that when something like that happens, cameras are allowed in to film what happens and get what's get said. Because I reckon team principal Mattia Bonotto would have gone on and just gone, eh, eh, <laughs> what do you do? Because that was a shocker. And I'd love to have seen Vettel's reaction to all of that because he's having a great season. In fact, all Ferrari powered. Cars are having a shocker. Shocker, 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 shocker. But it was a great Grand Prix. It was a great, great Grand Prix. And I don't know. I was actually just trying to find it, Nimsy. There was a really funny thing put up on social media. Uh, it might might have been uh, on one of the F1 pages where Charles Leclerc was streaming um, and his girlfriend was on his simulator behind mm. and she was racing in the F1 and uh, or having a drive in the F1. And uh, I'm just going to see if I can get it up. I don't know if it's going to actually come up. But uh, she was actually the one that, or one of the ones that uh, she hit, took out Sebastian Vettel. And Charles was like, no, you cannot do this. You cannot hit Seb. You know, like this. Uh, And uh, lo and behold, 
what happened uh, on the, in not the real. long later, maybe yeah. a month later. Yeah, exactly. Goes. But I tell you what, uh, sensational effort from Mercedes-Benz, both Valtteri and, and Lewis having a great start to the season. Really happy for the McLaren boys too. Lando, how was that last lap from Lando Norris? Yeah. Cleaned up three of them to come in fifth, I think it was. Yeah. Absolutely. He is a dead set star of the future. And as Mrs. Mack was saying, she cannot wait until next year with Lando and Dan Ricardo in the same team. That is just going to be, yeah, that is yeah. going to give us so much material on this show. It's going to be sensational. I don't know so. how this is going to come at Nimsy. I'm no, Are you I'm about no, to put your phone up to the speaker? You, you right, here we go. It. How's this? Fred, 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 Seb. <laughs> she put she put Seb out. No, no, we can't do this. <laughs> well, apparently you can, Charlie. Apparently you can because uh, you did. <laughs> so, uh, and then very very silly talk. I mean, it's a talking point. What what do you make of Renault and Cyril Abitable having the big Abitable? The big well, that's his that's his name, isn't it? Abitable. Abitable? Oh, I don't know if that's exactly how well, you pronounce yeah, well, there's it. There's the spelling of it. Abattoir. <laughs> well, don't talk about abattoirs in Victoria, mate. No, Sensitive. No, no. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> so, Renault doing the big the big uh, protest against Racing Point mm. because they think that it's last year's Mercedes, which, I mean, let's be honest, between you and the listeners, it, it is. But um, they had a big sook about it. Yeah, and... I think Racing Point's fired back a little bit too, saying yeah. that they're, they're, you know, they're basically their information is wrong. Yeah. Um, but I think I saw something on on the socials as well. There was a photo of the two cars in pretty much exactly the same corner, yep. and they'd halved the two cars and put the 2019 Mercedes mm-hmm. against the 2020 uh, Racing Point, and mm-hmm. by gee, it looks so close. It's exactly <laughs> the same. It looks. But who cares? So close. I mean, who? People copy cars, and and here's the thing: mm-hmm. the FIA was brought in along the whole design light time of that car, and said, "Here you go, here you go, here you go." What do you reckon? They all went, "Yep, yep, yep." That's mm-hmm. fine. Why wouldn't you copy the 2019 Mercedes Benz? The thing was a jet, so why wouldn't you do it? They always had a Mercedes power unit, and now they've just put essentially the same arrow and chassis together, and the thing's a jet. Mm. Although, having said all of that. Lots of stuff to talk about with Racing Point because news today out of Europe is that uh, even though Perez has a three-year contract with Racing Point, big discussions with Vettel. Really? About Mm. putting him in that car. So Sergio comes with a lot of money too, a lot of Telmex money. So going to be very interesting to see... How all of that plays well, let's out. Let's be fair. How Otmar, um, or Lawrence whatever his name. Stroll doesn't need the money. Lawrence doesn't need the money, and he ain't so, going to flick Lance, his son. Absolutely. So I'd say, uh, I'd say Serge, the Serge Checo, is feeling a little nervous right now. There you go. Because uh, Vettel's breathing down his neck. You've been Mr. Hot Take today. You've you've delivered so many scoops. Oh, I'd love to take the scoop for that, but that's not really a scoop. That's, oh, that's well. just, there's lots of people talking about that in F1. Mate, well, why did you even say that? I would have just played it right away. Oh, oh, we'll, we'll, we're going to take as much as we can yeah, here, Matty. Absolutely. Oh, Stevie Scoop, you you're, you're renowned for the inside You line, heard it running. here first on <laughs> the driver's seat, SEM. Thank you very much. Actually, you didn't. You just read it on Speed Cafe. Oh, oh. Did we get an answer from Tim on that, by the way? Did, they, it was did they let it go early? Tip. Oh. 
<laughs> anyway. Are look. we ready to buy a watch for whoever that journal was? On that we note. Did, and, and just by the way, we did get an answer from uh, Tim. He just said, no, they were not supposed to do that. There you go. Um, so there you go. We'll, we'll have a bit of a debrief in the ad break, I think. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was our Bendix Breaks big moment. We've got our race rewind. That is coming up next right here on The Driver's Seat. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota Building Australia. Right now, it is time for this. This is The Driver's Seat Race Rewind. Now, we're since we're headed back to Sydney Motorsport Park, we're going to wind back the clock to 2003. Eastern Creek, the main event. It was the round that saw Marcus Ambrose crowned V8 Supercars champion for the first time. It was, But it was this incident that uh, saw well, all the, let's just say it's the one that caused the headlines. Let's go to the tape. This is Russell Ingle and Mark Scaife. We said that it was a very, very fiery situation brewing. I tell you what, uh, looks to me like Russell's got a bit of a case to answer there. My gee. Well, Scaifey would be absolutely livid. He's well up the inside. Look at the scape attitude and look what Ingle does in response. That is not a post-race confrontation, which we have, of course, seen in the past on a few occasions. That is during race conditions where Scapey has stayed on the circuit just to have a go at Russell. And it took a while for Russell to circle round to that position. And then the response from Russell was, you'd have to say, quite extraordinary. <laughs> What extraordinary was the... Um... He drove at him pretty hard. How good was that? Those were the good old days. Can you imagine if he did that today? Oh, You'd be wiped out for races be... upon races upon races. Although they are... Oh, if you swerved at someone, absolutely. But, mm. um, um, you know, back then, that was a huge, huge... Big controversy. Uh, yeah, controversy mm. and also penalties. You know, three-race suspended ban for a year for both of those drivers. Mm-hmm. Um Ingle received a fifteen thousand uh, dollar fine and a two hundred and twenty point penalty. Not suspended, two hundred and twenty point yeah, penalty. Big, big. I think England's and Scaife received a ten thousand dollar fine and one hundred and thirty five points subtracted from his championship. Um, now they were battling for, I believe, third in the championship. So that dropped Ingle to from fourth, sorry, to ninth, and it mm-hmm. dropped Scaife to sixth. Yeah. And um, you know, like that. That's massive. That that's huge. And the reason, you know, I I think Russell would have got off almost scot free from that whole thing if he just didn't swerve at Scaife when yeah. he came around after the stop. So Scaife got the penalty, the fine, and the penalty uh, for staying on track, ignoring the official. Yeah, he didn't and, leave. He, he and got he out didn't the, car. the track, and he, he got out of the car, and then he walked <laughs> to the track and nearly on the track. Uh, and then obviously Russell got his fine and points for doing that uh, aggressive swerve towards Scaife. So I don't think any of those penalties were due to the actual racing incident, which no. caused it. Which no, is, you might have um, got a drive-through, or you know, you might have got a fine or something after the race. But yeah. to to do that was pretty full on, and it, and it showed the emotion that goes into it, and it shows all the all the uh, angst between those two. I mean, I I would have loved it more if Mark had have thrown the helmet at. Actually, at the car, I reckon that would have been a bit heavier. Oh, a bit NASCAR-ish. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe you know, lined up Russell in the in Park for May afterward and laid a few on his chin. That would have been unreal if we'd have gone and done all that. Hey, and just by the way, how good was it to hear our great mate Billy Woods there? That was very cool on Channel Ten having a chat away. We haven't we haven't seen Billy around racing for a little but while. It, so sort we of, miss him. it sort of took the shine though off uh, Marcus Ambrose. That was his first championship in in two thousand three. Yep. 
Um, one of three back-to-backs for Stone Brothers. Yeah. Uh, Ambrose went back-to-back 2003, 2004, then Russell won it in 2005. Um, and it was the first Ford victory since uh, Gwen Seaton back in, what was it, 97, Nimsy? Very long research. time ago. How's the memory on the bloke? Very Pretty long good. time ago. So, wow. so it was oh, a bit actually, of a no, I could have said all that because it's written here in front of me. <laughs> You just got. <laughs> put just your, not you need any... to put your specs on, mate. <laughs> put my goggles on. <laughs> put your goggles on. Good oh, work, Nimsy, with your research there. This oh, is what Nimsy, I Nimsy, when you print one out for me, um, can you please just leave it as it is? And when you print one out for Matthew, can you print it in Aerial Bold 87, <laughs> please? And then he might be able to read it without his goggles. So this is what Hang I Hang on, like. can we talk goggles for a second? Didn't you, didn't you, for the first time, just go and get some goggles during the week, Steve Johnson? I got goggles, Matthew. I got <laughs> I blue Matthew. screen goggles because I don't want to get headaches after I've used the simulator. Because you're watching too much things on the internet. The, yes. the, Scotty, right. Mac, oh, the, uh, the Scotty Mac glasses. Oh, I've got the Scotty right Mac glasses. The Scotty Mac Specsavers. Yes. Right yes. Yeah, look at not this. That, not that shape, though, but I've got more of a, more of a shape that suits myself. Okay. Yeah, what makes... are you saying about Scotty's glasses? They, don't, they, they, they wouldn't would... suit me. They're too narrow. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll just leave it at that well, one. I don't know what you're trying to get at. Is there, that Matthew, the right word for it? Narrow? Yes. Okay. Yes. Righto. So, I is... quite like mine. Mine are trendy. So this can my... you wear them next week so I can have a look at them? Stop. You're talking over Nimsy. Sorry, Nimsy. Can you wear them next week so I can have a look at them? Okay. Thank you. Well, this is one of my favorite things. So, obviously, our race rewind was back at Eastern Creek 2003. On this speckled text, uh, Scaife got what he deserved. Good job, the enforcer. How's <laughs> 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 this one? Uh, Love it. One has a room full of trophies, and the other flukes one by coming second each round. Any wonder Fox dropped him in favor of another real oh! champion. Oh! Where's that? Oh. How's the blowtorch on Rusty there? And, yeah. and last by not least... Scaife, your egocentric mouth is only exceeded by your nose. You drove into him. He served you up, and the rest is hysterical rhetoric. You should (laughs) apologise. Bravo. Bravo. We do love Mark. Mark Scaife always wins by nose. (laughs) What a towel up that was. That was... Good yeah. work, folks. The Absolutely. Paddy work. Yes. Yes. Love your enthusiasm. That, that, that's the that's what you get for not wanting to come on our show. <laughs> Unless you get a five grand invoice. Yeah. And we're not Did paying. I just say that? We're not mm. paying that. No. Here we go. Oh, oh, four. Do you get paid? No. No. Oh, oh, we do it for the love of uh, listeners. <laughs> we oh, all do. Motorsport, giving back we to our fans. We do it for everyone that's listening right now. Absolutely. Correct. And we do love you for jumping on board this speckle text. 0433-98-1116. We'll take a quick break and wrap it all up here with some loose ends on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Great to have your company on the driver's seat. And please, if you're going to text into the show, make sure you add your name to it because we'd love to credit some of these fantastic texts we're getting on the speckle, wouldn't we, lads? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, quick... One of them might have been Russell. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> this one from Russell of the Gold Coast. This yeah, one from Mark, your mouth. From Russell I. Oh. <laughs> Anonymous texter calling himself E. Forcer. Forcer. <laughs> um, just quickly, too, uh, we, we sort of touched on this last week with Andrew Van Leeuwen, who said that uh, with what's going on with COVID-19 and whatnot, that uh, it could affect the ARG categories. Well, it turns out that he's right, and it came out early during the week 
that the opening round of the 2020 TCR Australia season has been delayed from August to September. Now, obviously, this will affect you boys as well, since you're part of a lot of the ARG support categories like Touring Car Masters for yourself, Stephen Trans Am. Well, your season already started, um, bo- both well, you both boys. Of us have. Yeah, both yeah. Of us have. Yeah. So we we've already kicked off, but you're you're a hundred percent right. Um, it does delay it. It has delayed it. I I don't know. Do you? I'm still sceptical as to... Have you booked your flights and accommodation down there yet? No. You haven't? No, no. I have. I have, and they were good enough... Virgin Airlines were good enough to uh, change all the plans, and so was the accommodation, all that kind of stuff, but I'm certainly not 100% not convinced that we're going to be racing either this weekend in supercars or when we're supposed to get back on track on mm. uh, on uh, in September, 4 or 6. Well, we don't really know what's going... Like, like we sort of said uh, to Frosty, I mean... They're literally at SMP and they don't know what's going on on Saturday. So how are you guys meant to know what's going to happen in September? Yeah, exactly right. I mean, how's the country expected to know what's going to be in September? How are we all going to look? How's it all going to look? I I think they're only they're only trying to do this to cover the current COVID situation in Melbourne and the current uh, state of play down there with regard to the six week lockdown. Mm. Because this race, when it was it was obviously tainted to be. Uh, when was it August 14, 14 to, 16, to 16 or 14 yeah. 16 yeah. Um, but that was literally too close to call after the finish of the current lockdown in Victoria That's right. quite a lot of teams you know TCR Trans Am TCM are from Victoria so they decided to postpone it for I think two to three weeks to September 4 to 6 in hope that you know once it becomes under control again that um, we can all go racing down at, uh, at SMP. So, as you know, as we've both said, even off air, Maddie, um, we've just got to take it as it comes. We've yep. got to prepare the cars, which they're all pretty much prepared. Gives me an opportunity to actually go and do a test day or two at Queensland, which we're allowed to go and do. Yep. Um, as long as nothing further um, happens up here. But then... Uh, can I have a drive? Yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. And really? uh, no, um, and uh, uh, <laughs> I'd fit in the seat, yeah, no problem. You do you would, know, do you know what that was, Matt? That was, that was you remember when you'd be in the, in the car with your parents, and be like, Can we get Maccas? Can we get Maccas? And you're like, Yep, yep, we'll get Maccas. And they drive past, and you're like, Oh, but there was the Maccas. Oh, oh we forgot, good. yeah, exactly. No, I'm gonna make you homemade burgers. <laughs> Thanks, mum. Turn up, Maddie, three o'clock. You can have a drive, really, yeah. Are you leaving at two? I'm packing up at 2 30. <laughs> 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 but um, I would not but, want to drive that car for all the tea in China because you are OCD as, yep. and I would hate for a rock to scratch it because that would just oh, you would. Well, make it's pretty me synonymous pay. with that car, isn't it? A <laughs> yes, rock, so correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not going to let Big Dick drive it because he's going to wreck it. Anything green or blue, he wrecks. Yes. So, um, luckily, if it was green, I'd let him drive it because there's no trees around QR. <laughs> Very true. Mm. Yes, you don't come off any corners. No. But, um, but like I said, we don't know. We don't know. We can only plan and cross our fingers and hope mm. that, um, you know, this whole pandemic starts to ease again with the lockdowns that are happening mm. and we get back to um, a bit of normality so that we can travel interstate and, and go and do some racing. Most importantly, we just hope everyone's well. We yeah. just don't want anyone Absolutely. to be sick. I mean, we've got all this... 
inconvenience, and that's what it is at the moment. It's an inconvenience. You can imagine if you were going through life right now with someone who is tested positive and they might be in hospital or whatever, it's a very worrying time. So whilst we love our motorsport and we have fun and we want to get back on the track, the main priority is the health of the nation. And if that doesn't get under control, you can stick your race car where the sun don't shine. I ain't going anywhere. Yeah, it, uh, it doesn't uh, matter if there won't be a Ford or Holden uh, battle uh, next year. It's We've got no. a lot greater problem from that. Well said, Matty. Exactly right. Mm. Um, just for those playing at home, those dates of the rescheduled uh, season uh, that were meant to start on August 15 and 16 at SMP has now been pushed back to September 4 and 6. So, uh, which which was, also, yeah. sorry to interrupt, just puts jeopardy the next round, uh, which was meant to be at Sandown in Victoria. Uh, which I think was the 11th to 13th of September. So I can't imagine us going back to back if we do get in that situation. So I would say if you were, if you did have in your diary the 11th to 13th of September at Sandown, uh, you may just want to watch this space because that may get bounced as way. And and hopefully we can get crowds in, uh, in at Sandown and you can all come and say good day. You'll never know. Um, After SMP, they may decide to head north. You know, and if that's the case, yeah, can we go to Darwin? We'll go, maybe go to Darwin. We maybe go to QR. You know, you never know. Um, so, you know, there's so many things that all of these uh, hierarchies are trying to uh, operate at the moment and, yep. you know, get it back on track. 100%. I, I hear the music there, mate. That must be 10 p.m. Indeedy. We're done and dusted for another edition of the drive. 10 p.m., not a.m., 10 <laughs> p.m. Do we need to send a Juno that message that it's p.m.? It's very hard to uh, distinguish between AM and PM. So AM morning, right, guys? Correct. Yeah, sun's come up. Like mm. cold. Mm. Mm. Like what? Cold. Cold. Yeah, cold. <laughs> well, it's cold in Melbourne all the time. Yeah. Well, that True. is it from me and Matt and Steve here on the driver's seat. Remember, check your dates if you're going to post any articles on any websites. <laughs> That's all we're saying. Not happy, Jen! <laughs> we'll see you next week on the driver's seat. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.